The Lord be with you. Today we come to the last day with Jeremiah and I hope the connection to living through difficult times has resonated with you along the way and the wonderful hope we have in the God who will make everything new, will restore uh, and I hope that we will know that he will restore the way of living that sustained us, that this too shall pass. And out of the ashes of 2020, we will find new paths and rebuild our lives and families and communities. So our reading today is uh, Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 16 to 25, and then verses 42 to 44. After I had given the deed of purchase to Baruch, son of Neriah, I prayed to the Lord. Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. You show love to thousands, but bring the punishment for the parents' sins into the laps of their children after them. Great and mighty God, whose name is the Lord Almighty, Great are your purposes, and mighty are your deeds. Your eyes are open to the ways of all mankind. You reward each person according to their conduct and as their deeds deserve. You performed signs and wonders in Egypt and have continued them to this day in Israel and among all mankind and have gained the renown that is still yours. You brought your people out of Israel. Uh, your, sorry, you brought your people Israel out of Egypt with signs and wonders by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with great terror. You gave them this land you had sworn to give their ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. They came in and took possession of it, but they did not obey you or follow your law. They did not do what you commanded them to do. So you brought all this disaster on them. See how the siege ramps are built up to take their city. Because of the sword, famine and plague, the city will be given into the hands of the Babylonians who are attacking it. What you said has happened as you now see. And though the city will be given into the hands of the Babylonians, you, sovereign Lord, say to me, buy the field with silver, and have the transaction witnessed. Then on to verse 42. This is what the Lord says. As I have brought all this great calamity on this people, so I will give them all the prosperity I have promised them. Once more, fields will be brought be bought in this land of which you say it is a desolate waste without people or animals, for it has been given into the hands of the Babylonians. Fields will be bought for silver and deeds will be signed, sealed and witnessed in the territory of Benjamin, in the villages around Jerusalem, in the towns of Judah and in the towns of the hill country of the western foothills and the Negev, because I will restore their fortunes declares the Lord.
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And so Nathan Eddy signs off the end of our time in Jeremiah. And he entitles his um, reflection, Hope from the Ashes. And he quotes from verse 25 of Jeremiah 32. Yet you, O Lord God, have said to me, buy the field for money and get witnesses, though the city has been given into the hands of the Chaldeans. So he writes, Jeremiah leads us in prayer in today's reading. This prayer shows signs that it might have been added by later editors. The words are similar in tone to certain psalms and to a passage in Nehemiah. Chapter 9, verses 6 to 38. Regardless, they sum up the radical hope that Jeremiah himself embodies. The prayer builds to its last verse, verse 25. In the midst of the siege, while the siege ramps are thrown up against the very city walls, God asks Jeremiah to buy the field. The Babylonians will not have the last word. God will. There is life yet in the soil and in the people. He goes on to say, I feel challenged by these words. It is tempting to give up hope when times are difficult, particularly in the face of complex, nationally divisive issues like Brexit in the UK or Trump's presidency in the United States. Now, of course, Nathan was writing these notes uh, probably sometime in 2019 or even before then. And so, um, again, we can add uh, the pandemic to that list, a face of complex, nationally divisive issues. He goes on to say that Jeremiah's example, however, is one of steadfast commitment and investment. Jeremiah was only one person, yet his action was significant. Houses were built again in Israel. More than any other prophet, Jeremiah's message and his life were fully integrated. It is not possible to tease apart his word from his actions. Indeed, the word of God burned within his bones themselves. From a Christian perspective, Jeremiah serves as a paradigm or a model of Jesus' suffering, but also of the radical newness that Jesus made possible through his preaching, his actions and his life itself. Jeremiah's example hangs in the air for us all. In times of crisis, will we commit our lives to our communities as he did. And the thought for today is, if you had to describe Jeremiah in 10 words to a friend who had never read the Bible, what words would you choose? What words would you choose to describe Jeremiah to someone who's never read the Bible? Or maybe what one thing Have you learned from studying Jeremiah these past three weeks? 
one positive thing about God. Again, it would be lovely to hear and, and get some responses to that. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to start a series on trumpet calls and whispers, encountering the holy in Advent as we begin the Advent season. And next week, we will uh, read about trumpet calls in the Bible. So that's something to look forward to. Let us pray. God of surprises, give me courage to live my life, that I might show your values to those around me, no matter the odds or the cost. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayers today, we pray for our families, our friends and ourselves. Lord, in these crazy days of uncertainty, we have learned the value of family and of friends. We were created to be with one another and some of us ache for that togetherness again with our extended families and friends. Thank you for those people who are part of our lives, no matter how scattered we are from one another. We know your hand of blessing can reach us all. May it be so, Lord. May it be so. We pray for ourselves that we might stay close to you and know your peace, your love and your strength as we continue this journey through the pandemic. Keep us and our loved ones safe and well. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And for our streets, we pray for all who live on and work on Willowfield Drive, Willowfield Road, Woodnook Grange, Woodnook Lane, Woodlands Drive, Woodroyd and Woodroyd Gardens. May your presence be felt in all these places, Lord. And may they know something of the God of Jeremiah who will not let his people go. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our prayers at 6pm for the nation, we are praying for those who are grieving and suffering with physical and mental Ill, Ill health. Lord, we bring to you all those who suffer in body, mind, spirit, or with grief. We ask that in your great loving kindness, they might know your sustaining presence amidst their pain. We pray for those who are stretched beyond their own capacity to cope and remain hopeful that in the roar of these waterfalls, Lord, you would bring a sense of coherence, of comfort and of strength. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Today is day six of um, the Mother's Union prayers for the 16-day campaign against gender-based violence. The Lord God has told us what is right and what he demands. See that justice is done. Let mercy be your first concern and humbly obey your God. Micah chapter 6 verse 8. Righteous God, help those who administer justice for victims and survivors of gender-based violence to make decisions with integrity and with compassion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray together the prayer that our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so we say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Do hope that you have a lovely day ahead of you. And I pray that you might know God's presence and hear his voice in your life. So until tomorrow, when we can... Uh, worship those scattered together through God's Spirit. I'll see you then. Bye for now.